Well, there's a new face to police brutality now. And it is black. But that shit that happened in Memphis, those four black police officers, you know, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, we've always known that once police or black men become police, 99.9% of them become the enforced enforcer of the status quo. I mean, they don't go in there and try to make things easy or help the 99% who's not the criminals in these neighborhoods. They go there and they condemn everybody. And this is uh, uh, black police as well. Now, you know, back in the day, it used to be where it was white police, y'all. You, you, I mean, because there was no fucking black police, you know, and it depends on the city you were in and da-da-da-da-da-da. So, with there being no black police and you got beat up, killed or whatever, you know, I mean, and that shit happened in New Orleans up to the 70s and shit. But the thing is, they've always been, once the police got on the force, they've been kicking our ass too. And actually, they will kick your ass faster than some of them white ones just to show that you want to dim. Now, along with these four officers that got fired faster than you ever seen some fucking officers get fired, faster than you ever seen uh, uh, the union, the commissioner, and everybody else, the police chief come against these men, these black men. <laughs> This black man who killed another fucking black man. So uh, now everybody's speaking out. White authorities and everybody's speaking about, out about how horrendous this was. How horrible. Come on now. We saw George Floyd. This shit don't happen just now. It's been happening. And black police been doing the shit too. So you've got to ask yourself. What do these guys see when they see a black man? I mean, really, what does a black man see when he see a fucking black man? Depends on his position. We've been told that we criminals, we know we live in high crime areas. But you don't know 99% of you fuckers in that high crime area are law-abiding citizens. And that 1.5 or 9% are left to run your fucking area to the ground with no help from the police. As a matter of fact, the police put them in there. Police ignore all warnings when you say, hey, look, they're dealing drugs over there. They're dealing crack over here. They're spilling them pills and shit over there. And we know it. We tell them, and what happened? Not a fucking thing. <coughs> and that's in these black communities where the black police are policing us. And you'll let a Underneath them, white commissioner, white captain, white lieutenant, white this and white that. Oh, there are a couple of black ones, but they didn't already showed that they can get along with the program and do what needs to be done for the greater good. So, not only were these black men kicking another black man's ass for a fucking traffic ticket, they were kicking their ass. Their own ass. They hate looking at their fucking self in the mirror. They fucking do. Oh, I don't care if they got nappy hair and this and that. 
every convenience in life that comes by way of the white folks and getting along with them, they've got. They got the money, they got the house, you know, they got the women, they got the drugs, they got the strength, they got the brute, they got the violence. And they working with status quo. So, you also got to ask, how come they did this shit so fast? Was because it was they black ass and they say, fuck them. They could throw them away faster than they can anybody. They did more shit like this to stop uh, Derek Chauvin, whatever his fucking name is, after he killed George Floyd. They hit that shit. After man, all these people see that they hit it. Memphis wants you to give them a pat on the back because they did shit fast. For once, what about all the fucking white officers who went up against that girl Brianna and old man? They hid that shit and they still ain't paid for it. What the fuck? But that black man, they're going to pay for every last one of them motherfuckers blacks who've been murdered. They're the new face. Now, I also heard on this report where there was fire department and EMTs right on the scene and other police. Though they didn't beat his ass when he was there and uh, uh, laying on the ground dying, you had a dozen fucking people sitting around watching him. This is the, these are the heroes. These are the fucking people that tag heroes every day. You know why? Because they won't do the shit they do to a white person that they get away with doing with a black person. Now, you got to ask, what was the race of these other people? Were they just as black? Were they white? Were they Asian? Were they Indian? What were they? Don't matter what the fuck they were, they work under one cover. The cover of law enforcement and, and with the fire department. That's uh that's the hero, that's uh part of the infrastructure that these people take pay taxes to. They have these people provide them. Each and every one of them are part of an infrastructure. An infrastructure that hates fucking blacks. And these black police officers only way they commit could commit a crime like that against somebody they hate. And we've been taught long, long time ago to hate ourselves. Black police ain't no more than a, uh, that Uncle Tom, you know, going run the master. Master, you know what they fucking doing? Well, go handle it. I got him. I got him, master. I got him. That's what that is. Nigga hating himself and it's relayed like that over and over and over and over and over in this country that same black police will not attempt the shit he did to that black man on a white man those same EMT workers would not I don't care if they're black or white would not hold up aiding a person if they were black, right? No, that's not true. 
They didn't beat this man to a fucking pulp. The fucking police there. The police did it. EMT workers, instead of them doing their job, they're standing back. The fire department, instead of them doing their job, they're standing back. And how does all these people get to this scene? And this man laying on the ground after having his ass whipped. Laid there for half an hour or so. 80 yards from his fucking door. Another man, they called his mama. God damn it, I ain't calling mama. Mama dead. Does that ever happen to me? I cannot call mama. So, it can't happen to me. Um, you got to just wonder. How come it go like this? How come it, how can it get like this? That's just the fucking way it is. That's the way it is in this country. And for in order for you to be black in this white world, you got to hate yourself. In order to hate yourself, I mean, in order to perform these duties that you know <laughs> are fucked up, you've got to hate yourself. In order for you to go up against somebody who you know would have been, you would have been judged the same fucking way and not say nothing, you hate yourself. Shame comes to those who hate themselves. And it has come to you by way of the ones you tried to help. Not us. It's the powers to be. The establishment. The Western culture, the world, whatever. You took a job protecting them. You took a job doing a certain thing. Now, your job didn't have to entail do you to try to change shit. <laughs> you can't change shit. You can go in there and say, look, man, stop the fucking beating this dude. Nah, but you didn't. Neither one of you four guys. And if the EMT and the uh, fire department witnesses, that's the same motherfucking thing. Each and every one of these people who witnessed that shit should be held and complicit to that murder. Because you've got a duty. You know, there's a thing, fiduciary duty. They usually use it in stocks and uh, insurance where you, or when you're uh, uh, doing something, you have a fiduciary duty. Like in the stock market. You know, they have a duty to make money for their stockholders. A business, everything, that's by law. They have a fucking duty to do this. Same thing with the police, fire department, nurse, doctor. And not alone, not also with the nurse and doctor taking up this fucking hypocrite oath that they keep. You know, you sign documentations, contracts, saying you will uphold your duty, a fiduciary duty to protect the stockholders in this country. Who are the stockholders in this country? The people. Don't matter if they're everyday people, middle class, upper class, poor class. They are the people. That means they should be afforded the same treatment. Hell, it's the poor people who pay the most fucking taxes in this country. And I don't give a fuck what they say about the, you know, we donate to this when we don't. You want to donate something? Take one of the motherfuckers. I'll give them a job just like yours. Because, you know, you got that mostly. You got that on the back of your parents. Got that on the back of some economy that was built to cater to you to keep you up and the other ones down come on admit it so these 
black men who've been killing other black men. They're no different than these dudes in the goddamn hood that uh kill 6,000 of us each year. That should be tallied with that. How many black men killed these other? Well, six, 7,000. Uh, a thousand of them just happen to be police killing them. But, you know, they're still black men killing each other. They have taught us to hate ourselves so much we can't stand to look at ourselves in the mirror. Not naturally. We got to prim up and everything look good. Think we the best looking. What the fuck good looking got to do with being a man? Standing up for what's right. You know? I, I mean, if you hate yourself that much, you've been had. They've been had you. Because, you know, the thing is, we know that lowly black man ain't got no kind of power or nothing. That lowly black man ain't trying to do nothing but get the fuck, get a little bit of his, like everybody do. I mean, ain't that the name of the fucking game? But they say we're driving erratically. So they decide to pull them over. Confrontation from the beginning. The police hate to stop this nigga, but they want to stop him. Why? Because they're part of a gang unit. And he's, oh, he fit right in that category of a gang member. Before they even knew him. Did they even know him by the, when they picked up the tag on his car, called that in. I don't even think they did that. But when this young man got stopped, it came at him in, in a harsh way. Now, I don't know about nobody else. Fucking to me, police ain't nothing but another fucking man. And when they want to talk and talk shit to you and handle you like you're not a man, you've got every fucking right to reciprocate that. And let them know I am a fucking man. You handle it. You know, like they are, the whole thing is, see, we got it bad. We tell our kids throughout time, cooperate with the police. Just get out alive. They, 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 we know the motherfucker might whip us, do any motherfucking thing to us. Talk to us and the best you could get out there is they're talking shit to you and let you go. But the warning was always... Be careful out there. Don't say nothing. Don't give them no reason. You know, I looked at that and I say, fuck that noise. Police stop me. I throw them off guard. I say, why'd you stop me? Huh? I, why did you stop me? Well, you were, and it, but before they had a chance, because see, they're thinking of a fucking reason to tell you, why they stop you as they walking up the car. So when they when you get out the car, because they can't tell you get out. When you get out, that motherfucker stand up and say, why'd you stop me? Throw your hands up like, why'd you stop me? Oh, uh, I need you to get back in the car. Uh, I need you to tell me why you stopped me, Bell, because you went over the line. I did not. I don't stand up there and take what they fucking going to tell me. Because I could get some fucking into some financial trouble and get into some bad trouble. And I mean, even if they wanted to come with my ass for just standing up there and saying that shit. But that's okay. I'm out in the fucking street. Everybody see what's going uh, uh, to happen if something's going to happen. So, usually I get away. Now, I'm getting stopped for what? Bullshit reasons. 
And at the time, I had dreads. I mean, I had some fucking dreads so long and pretty, and I was getting stopped all the time in Phoenix for dreads because of my hairstyle. And this even before Creedence, before everybody else started picking up dreads. So, thing is, uh, the police going to stop you. They're going to find reason to stop you, whether they're black, white. They say they always call it the boys in blue. We always call them just John Law. And uh, I hate to say these brothers that won no war, you know, they will be the face, the new face. But it's an old face because we've lived through this before, black folks. We know this shit. Ain't new, it's old. We tried to tell y'all, this shit old, but y'all want to say, no, it's the black police, and that's the black organization want to say that's the police, the white police. You know, it's, it's, it's the police. White, black, it's the police. Asian, Indian, it's the fucking police. And when they talk this shit about reforming, let me, you know, Crime got bad after those marches and BLM marches. And I don't know why I say BLM because Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter marches and protests. And uh, what the fucking police do? Back off and crime got worse inside these places. Got real fucking bad. And it's like they want people to beg them to come back. Say, you want to get rid of us? But see, it wasn't a point of nobody saying get rid of police. We were saying, change your fucking practice. And we've been saying that shit for fucking years. But you don't want to be told by the people who pay your fucking salary. You don't want to be told by the people who fucking, uh, uh, you supposed to protect. You don't want to be told them how to do it. You want to be able to come through there and lick anybody in the fucking head and say, oops, sorry, my mistake. But it's never your mistake. It's your intention. If you're a black man, black police and hit any fucking body you just as bad as this cracker over here that you said you was gonna protect us from when you first went into that shit didn't you say that didn't didn't you tell everybody oh i just want to be a police so i could stop this shit or did you tell them oh i want to police be a police so i could fucking bust them in the head now they have been those there was the parker in the projects uh what was his name robert parker might have been his brother Isaac Parker. But it was one of them. I went to school with Isaac, I think. But his brother. Uh, and I knew the family. I mean, not close, but I knew it. I moved to high school. And we hung out a little bit with his kids in elementary. And this dude got a... Uh, oh, then I knew his brother. I think his brother was the same age or year before, year after. But motherfucker went and joined the police and was rolling through the project like one of the baddest motherfuckers around. When everybody knew in the beginning, he was a little coward. Not a coward, but, you know, there were people in the project who fought, and there were us who didn't fight. And they tend to call the ones who didn't fight cowards. Not that we couldn't fight. But on that coward side, they got those who are really fucking scared to fight. 
and those who are scared to fight, but we'll fight. So, I mean, when I start fighting, you know, actually really fucking fighting over shit, I, uh, <laughs> I stopped being scared because I was scared of getting hurt. And the thing about that, I found out that, you know, once that adrenaline flowing, adrenaline flowing, you don't feel shit. So I stopped being scared of fighting. And that made a difference because I didn't have to, uh, once I became a man, become a bully. Now, Parker hated everybody in the fucking project. He was raised there. He came through there. And he probably figured he suffered some hard time through that. You know, ridicule, uh, but ribbing, just like all kids did that. That's supposed to build your character, huh? Well, it don't do much for your character. But it make you a little stronger person to know who to avoid and what to avoid and how to come back with some shit without even getting in fucking trouble or starting to fight. But... Some of us take it the wrong way. Some of us take it hit out of town. Some of us take it and become uh, enforcers. That way we could... <laughs> we could get back at motherfuckers who done us wrong. You know? And I think when a black man do that, he's doing that for the reason... What are you doing, girl? What are you standing on my thing for? You want to look out the window? <laughs> New young but that the dog wanted to go to the window that's my girl but uh you know I think uh, the police always been a problem and I could go on and on and on and on about my interaction and I'm lucky I just wasn't uh, convicted of no fucking crime not that I did anything but fuck, the police will come in your life when you don't even want them, didn't call them or anything. That's will come into your life. And once they into your life, you pretty much that they whim. So that's why I've always tried to keep them at a distance. Even, you know, even when I was arrested, I was arrested a couple of times. One for marijuana and for child support. Not that I wasn't paying child support. Because I didn't go to fucking court. Oh, I'm not getting into that. That's a fucking story on his own. That first wife of mine. And that's what, that's another, well, that's another part of that hate, see. Because uh, we split up and the kids were, what, three, four. And I tried to make this shit right with pain, giving her money weekly for the children and I was actually trying to get her back and then she went to the court and started taking me to court saying telling and lied straight up fucking lied to them people and told them I didn't give her anything so I um <clears throat> I'm like you know you fucking crazy I said why are you doing this why are you lying to these people? I mean, why did you bring these people into my life? You know I don't need them in my life. You know I don't want them in my life. Amanda, why did you do this? Why are you bringing me to court? Amanda, what are the fuck you trying to do? I'm paying you and you go there telling people a lie. 
that I hadn't paid you when the whole point of me paying you this money was to keep me out of this fucking court. I don't want to be in these white folks' hands. And you know this. And I said this at 21, 22 years old. And uh, she went on with the shit. And they got me in a system. And next thing you know, they're fucking pinging me for child support and everything else. And uh, my God, that was fucking horrible and at the same time she's keeping my children from me not allowing me to see my children and I go to court and tell them this and they say well you got to take that to another court and I'm just fucking beyond belief because I cannot believe this is how it's gonna end so I ended up leaving you understand you they don't help me see my kids you're going to keep on bringing me to court. I'm going to court every two, three fucking months because they feel like getting an increase. And she had this lawyer, Miriam Walser, uh, who became a judge. And this bitch hated me. Tell me, go get another job. Tell Because I'm wearing a gold chain. You know, you got money? This, that. I'm like, it was so fucked up. And uh, this woman... This woman who I fucking love bought these people on me. So there was no coming back and repairing that shit. I didn't want it anymore. All I wanted was my fucking children. And it got to the point of me about to kill this fucking woman. But I'd have been killing and taking a chance. And I'm not good at killing. I'm not good at crime. I don't know how to get away with the shit. Even though you think you made something gonna fuck up. So I got out and I left and I started traveling. Because why? I can't see my kids. And that's the only reason I'm hanging around that fucking city. And them white folks, they made it because this black woman, they went and got these white folks and put them on me. Because she wanted fucking more money. People telling her, bring them to court, you could get more money. So, but anyway, the new face of crime, the new face of police crime, Black police, the black face, you know, that, that shit with them EMT long time ago where they didn't want to, they threw that man on his belly, not long time ago, you know, it was just recently in the news, EMT, they're heroes, but that's how they treat black folks, you know, they don't spare you the same empathy, sympathy, care, or treatment once they see you. When that woman saw that fucking man, oh, come on, Billy, I ain't got time for this today. Excuse me. That's a fucking human being going through some mental health issues. And you just made it fucking worse. But we used to that. One or two get caught, but the rest of them get slipped on through. Now, these four black brothers, oh, let's not call them brother. Four black men who... War police. That's the ultimate test of hate. Self-hate. I don't want to say hate. That's self-hate. And we know that's been going on forever. That's why they get this 5% to come in this black community and destroy it. So that everybody think it's all their fault.
not the police fault who's supposed to be protecting you. It's y'all fault in them black neighborhoods. I mean, it's y'all fault they got that police back police there. So this whole thing about police brutality is about to take a different turn because we know in the inner cities, most of the police are black. I mean, the higher-ups white who run in this shit, but most of the policemen, they are black. <laughs> the overseer watching for the master. And in these big cities, crime has not lessened not one bit with the help of these black folks. So, we got a new face of uh, police brutality, and you know what? It looked just like you coming to a store near you, coming to a corner near you. But then, that's nothing new. It's just a new face. Later.